No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. So you're at home and it's evening or it's lunchtime. And you've ordered everything you can imagine from that online app that you order food from. And everything comes to your house and it's lame when it gets there. It's like cold or totally greasy. It's disgusting. But check this out. You know what travels amazingly well for delivery? What? Chicken wings. No bullshit. And you know what the best ones to order are? Fire Fire on on the the mountain. Go check out Fire on the Mountain, everybody. You want to have something delivered right to your door tonight that tastes delicious, it's going to fill you up, it's going to be some of the most amazing food you ever put in your face hole. That's right. I I like all these things. Locally owned and operated since 2005. And look, you don't have to order it. I just thought that was cool that like chicken wings actually travel well for delivery and we live in you're getting food delivered world now. So like, you don't have to have it delivered. You can go to the Fremont location here in Portland. You can go to the Burnside location. You can go to the other one that the I always forget. The interstate location. That, that other one. Or if you're in the Denver area. That's right. You can go to the Wash Park or... The Highlands. That's right. And what, one thing I love about these guys is if you've already listened to a few of these ads, we could go on for like an hour about everything they have on the menu because they have different things Their at each location. Their menus are robust. What you need to do is just you, you go to portlandwings.com to check out what's going on. Or you go to FOTMPDX on Instagram to see what they have because what's, it's constantly changing. What's the new thing right now? The beer that they have? It's a it's the an new, IPA that they have from Fire in the Mountain right. Brewing? Yeah, it's the Sun Machine. Ooh. It is it's brewed with looking. their Idaho 7 hops on a canvas of Pilsner, oats, and wheat malts for a softly malted IPA overloaded with resinous tropical and pink grapefruit hop aromas yeah man support the no simple road family sponsors support your stomach support delicious food and the grateful dead community at large it's called fire on the mountain for crying out loud go check it out three locations in portland two in the denver area and if you're sad that you don't live in one of those places stop being sad you can go online to portlandwings.com and order yourself some of their sauce make it at home listen to no simple road you'll have a whole experience fire on the mountain if you were shop tour bus, you'd be super tired right now. Why? Because they have so much going on. I think 
I think Luke and the roadies over at Shop Tour Bus probably are just down to like the bones on their fingers. They have worked their fingers. Kind of like in Coco. To the bone. Yeah, kind of like that. Go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. You'll see what the heck we're talking about. And check this out. Good news. Cosmic Charlie's on the ballot this November. He's running as an independent representative of Deep Space, where he's focused on extending the legal boundaries of recreational cannabis and the framework for human kindness. Not surprisingly, his campaign slogan is, guess what? How do you do? Get it, everybody? Though, at first, this may seem shallow and even basic. He and his famous anthem are really wondering about humanity. Tough question to answer right now. How are we doing? Get this shirt. This is super This one's cool. awesome. I yeah. love this one. Go go over to their Instagram. He's got a little joint in his hand. Check out the Cosmic Charlie design. Check out all the designs at Shop Tour Bus for their t-shirts, their hoodies, their stickers, their pins, all the amazing Grateful Dead inspired merch they got going on over yeah, and there. Yeah, help keep them busy going into the holidays. We don't want them to recu- recuperate too much. This is a great thing to get as a gift. You can get gift cards. I mean, you can do a lot of things. You can personalize a message. There's one really cute, um, it's not a new design, but it's a really cute design, uh, Crazy Fingers. Oh, yeah. And they have the hoodie for that one, too. So check that one out, because that one is a really beautiful color and super fun design. And they're giving you free shipping when you put in the promo code. No Simple Road. All, all one, one word. word. When you're checking out, you're going to get free shipping. And what's up, Apple? Oh, well, they just got a huge stock of bootlegs. Somebody sent in a whole box of bootlegs. So your chances of getting a miracle bootleg in your package are much greater now and they got one other thing going on they are headed to berlinetta brewing next wednesday 10 26 for another evening of analog dead with delicious beer tasty food wicked merch and kind humans all right so if you're up in their area in connecticut i'd head on over there definitely would do that and listen if you order this as a gift for somebody for the holidays when they open that on that morning or evening or whenever they open their present that you got them. They're not just getting the shirt or the hoodie or the whatever that you bought them. They're getting all kinds of extras. And like Apple said, they may even get a Grateful Dead bootleg in there. So this is the gift that keeps on giving. Go to shoptourbus.com, put in the promo code No Simple Road, get your free shipping, hook somebody up with something special. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, 
evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. say ready and then like my heart kind of like flutters a little bit for real every time i get like a little stage fright and there's nobody here <laughs> hey now no simple road family oh. we're back this is aaron uh this is mel and, and this is apple all right sorry well, i had a burp in my mouth we do we do have we do kind of have a tough audience with darwin but he's he's, he's not giving any shade Wait, right now back up a second you had a what in your mouth a burp in, in your mouth. mouth yeah like it was coming up right as you said, and oh, okay. This All right. <laughs> so everybody's got the jitters. Mel's got a little tummy yeah, thing going. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited, man. This this week's guest or guests on the show is Sickard Hollow, and somebody that I really am excited. If you guys don't know who they are, for you to know who they are, yeah. And if you do know who they are, I'm excited. Congratulations! For you to hear the yeah. <laughs> You yeah, should well. be really happy that we have them on the show. Well, we had Alex and Will of Sickard Hollow join us, um, and it was one of all of our really like favorite interviews in a while. Yeah, it really was on a night where none of us felt like it. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, it was on. It, it was on a. It was on a weekday, and I barely made it home oh, in time. Yes, yes, I do remember. There, I was like, I would, I, I don't speed, and I was speeding on the freeway, doing like the asshole cutting in and out yeah, kind of because I wanted to get home and be ready and not like, <gasps> yeah, all frantic. Yeah. Well, and then we were also hosting um, Apollo Suns that night, so oh, I yes, kind of felt yeah. bad because you know they're here. We want to spend time with them as well, but we have that. We already had the interview planned, and so. There was like a couple things that were going against me being in the zone, being in the zone. And the second we saw their faces and we started talking and like maybe five minutes into it, I was like, that's what I needed. I, I even, needed to do no simple road to feel better. I even texted Alex after we finished with them, like maybe a half hour after we were done and told him, dude, that was the three of our favorite episode we've mm. done in a very long time it was like, and we guys. did like mel said we needed it i remember, i don't remember what but i was like having a rough week hurried home that night yeah. and it, and this was one of those ones where like time stopped like time didn't matter sometimes it's like okay it's been 45 minutes it's been you know whatever this is like boom it's a oh yeah, okay we wanted it to just keep going uh-huh can we just hang out more you guys but no, well, no, and we you will know, i know that nowadays we've we've interviewed more than our fair share of younger i'll just say when i say younger i mean under 30 
Okay. Right. So, fair. so That's younger, um, younger musicians and they are working just as hard as men that have been in the business for yeah, 20 the, years. These guys are on like their- they're doing everything. They're performing, they're practicing, they're putting up videos, they're putting like producing their own, you know, albums. Like it is writing all, music. It's so yeah. much. And, and then we have this incredible interview where Alex, both of them, Alex and Will, but specifically Alex is so aware of his speech. Yeah. You'll hear us. We even comment on, it, yes, well, you'll see what we're talking so about. So the whole thing is what I mean is like, it was so nourishing. This interview, this conversation was very nourishing for the no simple road family. So Alex and Will and, Sacred Hollow, when you listen back, thank you for yeah, a really like healing and nourishing night that we all needed. And we didn't even know we needed there, to talk are, to you guys like that. There are certain guests that when we get on the call with them, you can feel the energy of the person in the room. It doesn't happen all the time, but like when we got on the call with you guys, it was like you were here with us. And that's what we're going for as much as possible because it just felt so comfortable and, and so much fun. And for me, man, Sickard Hollow is probably my favorite new band that I found out about. Like I'm listening, I've been listening to them a lot. And then after I found out about them to see them playing with like dogs in a pile, oh, yeah. they're doing the sick, the dogs on them thing. And like it, it's well, and they played with, um, we're going to go see them on Friday, but they Spafford, played yeah. with Spafford. Yeah. So yep. they're killing it already. So if you don't know who they are, go follow them. Sickard Hollow. Go check out their website. They um, have a new album coming out on November. Yeah, November 11th, 11th, brightest of days. On my grandson's birthday. That's right. Right on, y'all. So be yeah, on the lookout for the new album. And then what's going on, Apple? I just said they're in the they're in the middle of a fall tour right now. Okay. Where do uh, we got coming up? Let's see. This is coming out tomorrow. Well, they've already played Montana. They're all over Montana. Now they will be playing in Tennessee on the 22nd. Then heading over to Kentucky for a Halloween show. Right on, guys. Over to Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, Asheville, North Carolina, as well as Charlotte. And then we're up North Carolina with, this is going to be awesome, 1217 Raleigh, North Carolina with Spafford, Aggie, and Neighbor. Oh, shit. I'm working on getting Neighbor on the show, too, by the way. Um, yeah, that, I'd love to be at that show. So yeah, keep your eyes on them, guys. These 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 cats are coming up fast, and you know, in the music world right now, whether or not it's because of Billy Strings, who cares? The bluegrass scene is popping, and these guys are rising quickly to the top of that that scene. So. I feel like you know everything kind of gets its day in the sun. You mm. know, everything does. It comes even it's a dumb thing it comes up even if it's five minutes you gotta have talent to have that time in the no sun. i'm talking about like genres oh, okay. or like okay. you know it can be like you know heavy like you know world music or now it's bluegrass bluegrass is having its time in the sun and it's a great time and i'm really enjoying all of the interviews that we're doing with the banjo players with just the string bands it's really awesome yeah and the talent in this band is something that's very rare. Each individual player in this band is remarkably talented. And when you put them together and they make 
music together. It's a really beautiful thing. And and shout out to Timager. Timager. Tim, their manager. Oh, Timager. Yeah. <laughs> Tim. I was like, Who's Timager? Nice job. Well, did, did we say yet? Aren't they coming out with a new album? Yeah. Yeah, we Just, said it. Okay. Where are you at? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Go hit the ball, dude. I'm over here. I, I haven't hit the ball. I'm on. I'm on air. We need to take care of that. All right. Let's do the business, and we'll get you guys to this conversation with Alex and Will from Sickard Hollow because it's rad, and you're gonna enjoy it as much as we did. Follow No Simple Road on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at No Simple Road. I got it right this week. No Simple you did. Road for me. Yeah, getting it right. Um, <laughs> keeping it tight. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. You can find No Simple Road merch there. You can sign up for the No Simple Road newsletter there. You can also get a tarot reading with the Grateful Dead tarot deck. From Whoa. Mel and I, it's a one-hour tarot reading with the Grateful Dead tarot deck. When we're done, you'll get an audio file of your tarot reading. You will get a personalized playlist based on the cards that you pulled, and you'll get an email synopsis of your reading and pictures of all the cards that you pulled look if you're looking for a christmas gift for somebody and you can't figure out what to get them and they are somebody that would dig having a tarot reading what would be better than getting them a no simple road tarot reading from me and mel also with the grateful dead tarot it's um spooky halloween season so it's perfect time for tarot time and we haven't had somebody sign up in a while man it's been a bit yeah Yeah. So, so yeah, somebody throw some love to them before before (laughs) mel's birthday month's over Dude, dude did we get a no, well, hang I, on. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll get okay. there. I'll, I'll. So the other things that you can do are you can go to patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. You can become an actual patron of No Simple Road. That means when you crawl into your comfy little bed at night and you cover up with your covers, your heart will be so warm that you won't even need a quilt in the wintertime because you'll know that you're supporting No Simple Road and helping us get one step closer to the dream that is alive in our hearts and our minds of us being able to do this thing full time for you all the time, 24 seven, 365 all the freaking time. They could be like our patron saint. That's right. And your heart will be warm. That's patron. So we all be warm together in the heart. And we haven't had a new patron in, in a few weeks. So, you know, you can go there and sign up for a buck and then, We'll say your name on the show and get super excited. Do all yeah. those things Angels we do. Tarot come down, reading. Become a patron. <laughs> give you all kinds what of else? 971-808-1524. Yeah, the tepid line. Tepid line. We need we need a, a spooky recipe on the Ooh. tepid line for October. Like, come on, you got some Rice crispy, yummy marshmallow treat recipe that you can share no, with us. You've been on that Rice crispy kit. We were, we, side note. <laughs> side note. Mel and I were laying in bed last night lights off both of us were almost asleep and mel was like i want rice krispie treat i don't remember <laughs> that yeah hell yeah and i was like why don't you make them and you were like no i was gonna buy stuff at the store and then i decided not to and did so to. anyway if you called nine that was a good impression of mel like stone and bad one and munchies 25 years dude i got it down nine seven one eight zero eight fifteen twenty four. call you can call in with anything. You can call yeah. in with a show report. You can call in with a recipe. You can call and tell us a story, a joke, uh, a factoid. When you fell in love with your pet, you knew they were the one. <laughs> yeah. Or that. a question for us. That's always fun. A question for the panel here. And then, if you want to do something really, really cool for No Simple Road, you can Ooh. leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And you can, you can hit that five-star button, and then you can go beyond that to leave a review and we're very happy to say this week that Mel got a birthday month review. What? So I'm going to throw it over to Mel because Yay. 
Can this I is read hers. your birthday month review to you? It's not no, it's not mine. Oh, okay, never mind. It's not at me. I thought no, it was no, I'm no, no, I'm just saying it. No, it's for her okay. birthday yeah. month, which we okay. were asking for. I'll shut the fuck up. Okay, so up, um, NSR fam is a title, and it's Sheepex, S H E P X. Okay. okay, not only are these folks as kind, compassionate, and fun as they are on the mic, as they are off, they are simply here to love through conversation and community. Thank you, NSR family, for doing what you do every week. Thank you for your commitment you choose to make to show up and show out. Thank you for loving us through the digital world of the interweb. And most importantly, thank you for being you. Love you. Oh, love you too. Sweet. Hell yeah. Whoever you, you are. Yeah. That was really sweet. I know. It was really sweet. Dang. I feel all warm inside like Fuzzy? I just signed up on Patreon for myself. I know. Dang. That's, see, that's I just, cool, you know, man. like seriously, thank you for engagement. I just want to say that. I think that that's probably all of our favorite thing is when we either go out and meet you or when you correspond with us via the interwebs. Send us a picture, rest it, all that stuff that we say that we, you know, we kind of run through Patreon, 971-808-524, five star. Like, we love that. That's part of the community. That's part yeah. of us talking back and interacting with you. And I just want to say to everybody who already has, thank you for doing that. Yeah. We really enjoy it. It's a part, a good, good, fun part of what we do. Yep. And yeah. To add on to what Mel just said, one of the other favorite things that we get to do with No Simple Road is find out about really dope new music like Sickard Hollow. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts of the show, besides meeting all of you at shows and stuff like that, is getting to introduce a band like this to you if you haven't heard of them before. Because I know that if I dig it and you listen to the show, you're probably going to dig it too. And it's going to soon become one of your favorites. And I, when friends of ours or listeners of the show have said to me, Oh, such and such band, I found out about them from, from you guys. And now I'm, I see them all the time or what that is the (laughs) coolest shit ever because that's growing the musical community as a whole. Absolutely. And it's helping bands like Sickard hollow get out there and, and dude, if I can, aid in that they've given so much of their talent and their time to their craft and they're putting it out there on the line if we can support that and be a part of that i'm so here for that that build that fan base help them sell some more merch another ticket all of it yep because that's the best thing like aaron was saying is when we learn about something we love what is the first thing you want to do you want to tell the people you love about it and you want to take them with you to go experience that lot. It's like eating a super delicious like piece of pie and you're like with your friend, you're like, dude, you got to taste this. Yeah. This is the best. Yeah. So, and it's not just one little sliver of pie. It's a huge pie that you can share with everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's get you all to the interview, right? Yeah. That was the business. Do all the no simple road stuff. You know how it goes. You just heard it all. And remember, we're doing two episodes a week. So Monday will be the no simple road weekly rewind. That is a tongue twister no simple road weekly rewind <laughs> and uh that's where the three of us will hang out and talk to each well, other Well, and i have gotten a um some personal feedback from um some like real-time listeners saying that they are enjoying the new format and listening to our weekly recap sends the interview so thank you for the few that i've heard um yeah that. yeah so let's get you to the interview remember 
hang out with us on Monday and we're glad that we're here for you on Friday. Everybody, make sure you follow Sickard Hollow and go see them if they're coming to your area. Do not miss these cats. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Sickard Hollow.
shit. Here we go. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having and then, us. Like, to be on. Yeah, let us know who, for everybody who can't see us, um, who we're talking to. Uh, I'm Will. I I play mandolin in Sigurd Hollow. Uh, my name's Alex King. I play guitar in the band as well. So, yep. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Yeah. I'm Aaron. Thanks. Nice I'm, to meet you. And I'm Mel. So, Mel, Aaron, Mel. and then Apple. Apple. Yes. He always gets that response. Yeah, yeah. It's he's a, it's my last name. I feel like I always have to say that. It's not a nickname. Cool. It's actually my last name. Uh, All right. So, yeah. um, Alex and Will, who are we missing from Sacred Hollow? Matt. Um, Matt plays fiddle, mm-hmm. and Parrish. Parrish plays. Uh, now he was only on upright. Now he's playing electric bass and upright with us. So a little bit of both. Right. right. Yeah. On, well, I, I wanted to start off with you guys and just say thanks, man. First off, um, cool. well, you know, always, Likewise. I'm you. always looking for like good new music and I can't remember how I found out about you guys. I think it might've been like the algorithm and Instagram. And uh, right. cool. you, you popped yeah, up. It's good at sometimes. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's it reassuring because man, we're battling that thing. It's weird figuring that. Yeah. Join the freaking yeah, club. Good luck. Dude. You yeah. think you're making headway, and you take 80 steps back, mm-hmm. and it's like, what the heck? Right. You know, yeah. it's interesting for sure. It really it's is. Fun. But when I put you guys on for the first time, like my first reaction was, we got to get these guys on the show. And then after listening for a while, I was like, this is my favorite new shit. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, for cool. real, for real. And uh, I'm just curious because you guys are, are a young band as far as like yeah. how long you've been together, right? Yeah, totally. And, Very recently. And I, I've done a little research on you guys. Like there's a lot going on here. So take me back and like tell me a little bit about how you guys got started as a band. Um, man, like our, I think we, all of us kind of have a different perspective on that. Um, but I would say that Alex and I met at, uh, at Belmont in 2016 or so private school here in Nashville. It kind of is like a huge music school okay. for like the business side and like commercial majors or whatever. A kid, you pretty much go there for music essentially. So okay. right, like and the Berkeley of the South kind of, yeah, a little bit, you okay. know, um, but it's got a, it's got like a commercial music program that's not as popular as Berkeley's, but the music business program they have there is what a lot of, they get a lot of attraction from that. Got right. It. Okay. Um, and so we were in like a, a, a fun group of people and everybody jammed, people started bands and um, it was, everyone liked the Grateful Dead and Fish and jam music and all that. We were all following that kind of stuff. And um, eventually I think, some of us got turned on to like railroad earth and bands like that. And, you know, yonder and Billy's obviously blown up. Right. Um, and so all of us are writing songs, all of us are playing together and, um, fast forward a year or so, maybe in like 2018, right after we, um, right after we graduated, um, Alex had been writing a whole lot of songs, posting them online, getting a bunch of good feedback and, um, got an offer to play a wedding up in Buffalo. Um, if I'm right, I think you asked our buddy Nick Riffle to to join you on that. Yeah. And then shortly after that, um, I had been learning some chords on mandolin just enough to like play, record my own shit just on my own. Like he didn't even play the mandolin like when we started out. Like he was a guitar player. Like it was like 
kind of figure putting pieces of a puzzle together which one do we need he's like all right fuck it i guess i'll try to start picking the mandolin you know exactly <laughs> wow so started playing mandolin and um they asked if i would want to come and play that show with them and i was like hell yeah sounds like fun and um we we we'd met matt alex and i both on different occasions our fiddle player um i, I met matt at a twiddle show yeah, I would just see Matt out all around. It's in there. I'll I'll let him continue, then I'll kind of yeah, parallel yeah, yeah. the story. I, I can fill in a couple little things from my perspective of this all too. It I is interesting cool. hearing it from other yeah, but I'll let you continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were cut Matt Alex was like, I know this fiddle player, he's fucking crazy, he's awesome. And um I had run into run into Matt myself a few times out at just shows around Nashville or whatever. And um Matt came over and like, we were like, holy shit, this dude can really play. And, um, <laughs> and yeah. so we got to, uh, we added, we added Matt to that, uh, Buffalo wedding thing. And that was honestly the beginning of Sigurd Hollow. We didn't have a, a bass player, no we had bass player at two, first. two guitar players, a mandolin and a fiddle. We went up there and did that. And, um, and we posted some videos online even before that, that we got real good feedback for it was real encouraging. And, um, Got our band name from uh, one of Alex's family friends off of like a Facebook thing. And this is a road that I grew up. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, the band name is the road that I, the road behind the house I grew up at in Birmingham, Alabama. But um, I'll kind of pick up and fill in some things. We met in school and like I wasn't even, you know, I had kind of started playing guitar again. I learned when I was 15 or so, never got that great. I could play like five, six chords, you know, and um, that's about it. And, um, made my way to Nashville, ran into Will. He would always try to get me to jam. And like, I wasn't confident enough about it. Like I blew him off like 25 <laughs> oh, times. Shit. Literally, like I would be like, nah, dude, like I got to go home and like do some shit, you know? Because I was just too scared because I felt this school that we're at, all these kids are really good. And I, it was super inspiring at the same time because you got to see, I got to see what was capable of like my peers on an instrument not like these guys that i would go and see shows and see them on the big stage like this is a dude we're smoking a joint and like he's blowing my mind on a guitar i'm like right. okay well it was encouraging i met matt he would just hug we would be at shows jam shows electronic shows in nashville and you know he'd be bopping around and i'd be like that kid is either like really high or he's just like really happy <laughs> and he would just hug me or i both. didn't even know it was, he was but it was both, it was both. Um, he would just hug me i'm like who is that little dude bouncing bopping around and f come to find out he shreds the fiddle um yeah and back to the he we invited him over to the house um and we played friend of the devil first song i'm like what are you guys gonna do you know we're still kind of figuring out how to pick bluegrass like because we didn't i didn't listen to bluegrass at all five years ago yeah. you know so we start with <laughs> friend of the devil and matt just fucking goes off you know and i were just like jaw drop like holy <laughs> shit like we got it you know so oh it, it formed like that just super organically and there was never an intention to do this you know like it was yeah. just fun and terrifying at the same time and it started to come together and i was like i didn't want it to happen you know what? and then it did Wait and then next thing you know i'm on stage so sorry i'm going off right no, now no 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 no, no everything good. is good yeah this is great shit but you didn't want it to happen you like got i it. was di like i didn't move to nashville for music like it, it found me which is such a, a non-traditional and i was scared like i'd never played on a fucking stage before like i my friends did all right 
They signed me up for a gig that was under Alex King and Friends, and I played electric guitar. Will actually played bass. This was before <laughs> yeah. Sickard Hollow, before I was doing bluegrass. Like I was trying to like just write these tunes. They asked me, you want to play this show? I go, no, do not put my name on that. They go, well, your name's on the fucking flyer. Get a set oh, together, no. you know? Oh, so shit. I was like terrified just to put myself out there, you know? How how is okay? But you weren't given a chance. It sounds good. It like pushed you to do it. Oh no! It was the best thing that ever fucking happened to me in my entire life. And you know, I got such a high from the first time I played. I was like, "That's it." You know, I've <sighs> taken whatever substance you want. I've never fucking felt like that before. You know, so um, yep. yeah, the community in Nashville really pushed us to do it. And when you believe in yourself and you have the drive, like you can fucking do whatever, anything you want, you know? I, well, I love Agreed. that. He's like, he's like, you're like the reluctant musician. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but so wait a minute, Alex, what were you doing in that music school? If you were kind of reluctant to performing in music? I had gone to college at Auburn and got really into partying and I <laughs> pretty much dropped everything. And, uh, yeah, good. And then it wasn't yeah, too yeah. good no, there for a little you, bit. So I took a little bit of time out. I moved to Baton Rouge, Louisiana and went to rehab for a little bit. And I needed to like, I needed to integrate back into something healthy that mm-hmm. wasn't going back to Alabama, that wasn't staying in Baton Rouge because I did not want to be there. And like, that was like familiar, but in close to home. My mom grew up in Brentwood. I have family here. So I applied to Belmont, got accepted in the Hail Mary, you know, I was like, well, I like music. I don't know what the fuck I want to do, to be quite honest. When I, I'm, And I just was fortunate enough to, to be able to have that opportunity to go back to school. Um, and yeah, I don't remember a damn thing I learned through, through that degree. I passed with a music business degree, but the one thing that came out of it is I became a, a touring musician. So it's fucking, it's crazy that, how well, it all work. lined up. Yeah, I, I got I got to ask a selfish question. So yeah. you, you said you said that, you know, five years ago you weren't really picking bluegrass. I couldn't fucking take no. a solo at all. I couldn't flat pick a fucking G run for you five yeah, years ago. Same, not even close. What the Okay, so that's just a testament to uh, like how amazing humanity is. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like how incredible that it doesn't even matter how long you've been playing where you're at right now is right. like, and you, you can remember a time that you didn't even know how to do it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You can't I mean, pick that up listening to, to you guys. Another guitarist at first. Cause I wouldn't, I was like, I can't take a solo. I won't, I'll fuck it up, which I did quite a bit. And those it does not feel good when you're on stage and you're just mm-hmm. completely botching it. So I'm like, I'll take a step back from that until I, you know, put in the time and develop my own, uh, phrasing and you know vocabulary with the instrument so, so where do you start with something like that man like if i'm I talk- get that question a lot yeah, actually I, i'm just i'm asking because i started picking a year ago i've right. been playing guitar my whole life i'm a campfire guitar player cool. and and at the beginning of this year i was like i'm gonna learn how to fucking pick bluegrass and right. it is the hardest shit i have ever done in my whole life hundred percent. Yeah. But, the, but can, the most fun. Right. But so I'm wow, curious so for fun, you, yeah. where, did, where did you start when you started like really wanting to dig in and learn it? What did you yeah. do? Um, I took to YouTube at first and I didn't find too many like, right. okay, you can find like all these different things, but like figuring out how to practice intentionally mm-hmm. and focus on something rather than like trying to digest all this material. Like I started with like, 
Brian Sutton, who's a legendary flapping guitarist, used to play in you know, Hot Rise and a bunch of other shit. Like he's the man, probably one of the best to, to ever do it. He has an online flapping course, which I bought. It didn't work out at first. Like it was so frustrating, but slowing things down, playing with a metronome and fiddle tunes. Fiddle tunes. Like slow it the fuck down, learn the simple melodies. And they're going to be, I mean, and hours upon hours. COVID was amazing for me. Like if I'm going to be completely honest, like quarantine and unemployment allowed me to play guitar for 10 hours a day, seven days a week, which I stuck to like a fucking, like it was my day job. You know, wow, yeah, which is what working from home has done. <laughs> what, for me. Like, how did you have did you have that motivation just because of COVID? Like you were just bored like that's still even with COVID, you can do right. anything you want. You know what I mean? Go like, bread, how did you? Weed. Yeah. How did you get so I dialed in? Lot, smoke a lot of pot and still keep up my <laughs> my, uh, my motivation. I found it through. Uh, it's interesting. I could parallel that with running. I got into long <laughs> distance running and the dedication to that just paralleled with the guitar and it in my whole life now like i got healthy because i was going crazy i'm like what the fuck am i doing like getting high all day watching tv whatever still playing guitar but then it's like man we have all this time like i saw an opportunity to 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 put the energy towards something while we're not playing any shows and like it really really helped me out in like every aspect of my life so wow congratulations man that feels good to be like at the beginning of your career and you already went through your craziness so you can have this you already have experience is what i mean and you're just starting that's a very unique position to have will was your was your experience with covid the same um Minus the running, yeah, pretty similar. <laughs> I, did, I tried the YouTube classes. Um, I had, uh, I've been like, I, I play, I play a little bit of guitar, so I, I picked guitar, but you know, I was playing mandolin. I was, uh, I was doing my own thing with it. Yeah, it, it's amazing to me, man. To, because I've, I've watched quite a bit of your stuff on YouTube. I've listened to all your stuff now, and like, I, it's hard to believe that it's five years of playing. Right. And, and it's got to feel weird from your side, like what's going on now. Right. Like, is this, is this we, the most fucking thing ourselves, man? We always say like, it's man, crazy. it's moving so fast. This is fucking crazy. It's wild, dude. We're, we're living the dream, man. We don't take it for granted. Aww. It's all. Yeah. It, it shows. Becoming... Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, look at the list of people that you've opened for and the festivals you've played. Yeah. And like I saw. You played Peach Festival, like like not Bar- just Bar- not Bar- just Bar- anybody gets invited to Peach. Peach is like Ooh. a hand selected yes. awesome it's an lineup. Honor. It's an honor, that, yeah, yeah. Oysterhead played. I mean, yeah, years. dude, this <laughs> crazy. is my shit. Like we're fucking watching Trey shred with Les Claypool and Stuart Copeland. I'm like with all the band and all my homies. Like I used to go to that festival in in the crowd, not on the stage. And I think I said that the first time we played. I'm like, we're playing the late night set. Everybody's, you know. Yeah. wide-eyed and it's you know umphreys is playing at the same time and i didn't know who was going to show out not you know we had a big crowd and i'm just like i should be out there with you guys right now like the, the tables <laughs> have turned but it's such like a um a connective experience because like i never thought that i would be on the stage doing it and i'm honored to do it you know and deliver that energy back that's, so yeah it's a trip you know it's man that's that's definitely a, don't take it for granted one of yeah. the things that really struck me about your band is 
how much fun you guys are having on stage. Hell yeah. That's awesome. You're and that's not that's not made up. You know, you can't if you're no, not having you fun, can't it's fake hard that. to get yeah, out you there can't and fake that. Down, you know? right. No. Your your fiddle player is yeah. an uh, like a maniacal elf. He's please right, he is. please, please <laughs> yeah. tell me one thing. Please tell me he's been playing the fiddle like since birth, not just like a year or Four something. Years old, yeah. Four, okay. Five. He can literally like just speak a conversation with that thing. Mm. You know, it's quite inspiring. Quiet and pre- That's why we got good. I mean, I'm not saying we're good. We're great. But like why we improve so much too? hop on a stage with him and watch him fucking tear that fiddle up every night. You're like, I want to, so I want to live. I want to feel that. You yeah, know? Like, I've yeah, said like, we were pretty new to bluegrass too. We just really started getting into it in like 2019 yeah, when we went to Northwest 18, or 1819. And you mentioned cool. like seeing Railroad Earth earlier, like Tim Carbone. I, yeah. I'm oh, convinced yeah. now that like fiddle players are wizards. They're like the oh, wizards yeah. of yeah. the bands. They I mean they have a look, a look in their eyes, their playing right. style. And they and they elevate the whole band. You see everybody kind of like they're the leaders, kind of. It seems like a lot. And then they go into these solos that just melt your mind. I mean, it'd be hard. I can imagine with Matt, there's sometimes where it's hard to even continue playing. Like you got to stop and just admire what's going <laughs> oh, on. Like, oh okay. shit, I'm supposed to be playing with him. I think. Like, damn. I sit there and laugh. I start laughing. Like, I'll just be like, because I stand right next to him, and I'm just looking at his fingers. I'm like, I'll literally be on stage, and I'll just start laughing. I'm like, <laughs> he, has, he has the cheat codes downloaded somewhere along the way. Hey, hey, I want those, I man. I've been looking for those all, all over right. YouTube. I can't oh, find yeah. them. So, guys. So, so you, wait a minute. I just want to clarify. So you, you got lessons, and that's how, how you got so good? Uh, Start- online lessons yeah. but it's like just putting the intention anybody can download the fucking the, the platform and have all the videos and go watch it but that's not like a plot because at first i didn't know how to practice i was like i was like how the fuck do you where do you start with this you and, know and we're all like being in nashville there's like a there are people that we knew that were playing bluegrass before we like right when we started there's a band called grass to mouth and they were real good and they showed us some stuff. There's a band still going now called Yeah, that's a great name. Right? I love that. Yeah, they, they couldn't they couldn't get certain bills because of the name. Like the people would be like, nah, we can't fucking put that on a flyer. <laughs> you have to be There's really dope. Called, <laughs> There's another one called Air Show and they've been super cool to us. Yeah, and the um, then our manager now works with them as well with us. Um, Trevor Clark, who used to be in our band, he used to play bass. He's all, he, he's been doing the grass thing for a long time. So we've had a lot of people in Nashville that have, um, helped push us along in the world of bluegrass. We're super grateful for. I going into the bluegrass world, like one of the things that we quickly learned in like talking to Billy and like the guys from green sky is, is that there's like a. There's a divide between like the old school traditional bluegrass players and and the new grass scene. That sometimes the new grass scene gets shade from the traditional guy. Right. Yeah, but it's both great, man. I feel like that's what you got to remember. Like the like I love the trad shit. I love so it. Do I. And I love the new grass stuff. So it's like, man, like I guess people all have their opinions, but like at the end of the day, both of it fucking rocks. Yeah. Yes, like, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's so all it doesn't its af- it doesn't affect you guys then clearly because it's not no. even right. You know, I think um, you know Aaron is fifty, and so we've seen the music. I'm uh, about to be forty four, and mm-hmm. y'all are in your twenties, thirties. 
right? I'm, okay. I'm 27. 27, 27. Matt's 23. He's the youngest of fiddle player. Matt's Harris tw- is, he's 23. Of course wow. he is. Um, no. He has a Whatever. bright future ahead of him. Um, just and my- Parrish is the oldest. He's 32. Okay, 32. So, like, the only reason I mention ages at all in this is because he's seeing it from a longer perspective. Right. We're not, I mean, each generation, it's, you know, a little bit of a shorter perspective. So it's, it's closing in is what I mean. It's not as mm-hmm. um, prevalent as it is right now as when he's started to see that, you know what I mean? And it's really right. cool to see that evolution where it's like, no man, everybody's just playing music at this point, you know, like oh, psychedelic oh, grass, yeah. trash grass, bluegrass, like who, right. does it really matter? Grass? You know, it's, it's good music, grass. Yeah, yeah, man. I Absolutely. think that just comes with like when it first. I mean, the traditional aspect of it, it's very not cut and dry, but like there's a structure, there's a way. Like some people want don't want to hear a, a five minute solo, you know, and like that's fine. I don't think you should shit on taking a genre and move and doing something with it. But if that's not your cup of tea, then don't go to the jam grass festivals. Like we don't find ourselves at like straight traditional bluegrass festivals. Yeah. We not really. We would love to. I love that shit. You need to study that stuff to understand how to play bluegrass, though. That's what if you want to learn too, go throw on some Tony Rice records and pick to it. And like you need to have those like that foundation. But also we'd be fools not to push it and have fun with it and throw throw our flavor on it, which I think is why people like us and why we've seen great results is because we we play bluegrass how we learned how to. And that was us sitting around, you know, throwing shit at the wall, figuring it out how we figured it out. We weren't taught by old head or old traditional guys you know we didn't grow up like billy strings is so good at it because he cut his teeth on that yeah. and he pushes the envelope further than just about anybody does which is so why you know it's so incredible what he is mm. able to do right but um yeah it's an interesting thing but nobody ever like sticks their nose up at us and if they do then they can kick rocks or i wish them the best but like you yeah. know yeah no I, I see the wave of like new grass growing like it's like a pretty big wave. If you get, if you go back, it's like you go make a new grass revival start there. And like, they were the big thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even hot rise before them, maybe at the same time, I'm not exactly sure. But then you go to after you get, maybe get to old school yonder after that, the late nineties, going into the two thousands. And that was the hot thing. The Jeff Austin and then, stuff. And you get to green yeah, sky and green skies. Yeah. Rest in peace to the legend, Jeff Austin. Right. Um, Green then sky. you go to like Green Sky and infamous String Dusters and and they're huge. And now we get to Billy and it seems like bluegrass is the biggest it's ever been. And like for like honestly, I uh old school yonder is what got me into bluegrass. I wasn't I, I found Billy wow. a little bit later, um, in 2017 or so. And um it's cool that we i feel like right now i've I've said this to some other up-and-coming string bands that we uh that we get to play with and like like right now is like to to play string band music now is a great time to be doing it because Mm -hmm. frankly billy's out here kicking down these doors and like people minds are open to listening to this it's not just hillbilly music you know no and you know it's a trip man like um we the first time we saw billy was at peach yeah yeah and you know, that's a festival set. It's different. And, right. And, and the crowd <clears throat> that's there is there for Trey and Goose and Billy and everything else and you guys, right. whatever. But we went to, um, he played out here at this venue called Edgefield. 
And where are you guys at actually? We're in where Port- you Portland, Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, so we go to the show and it's, I would say 85% young heads. Right. Right. And mm. to me, coming from the, I, my first Grateful Dead show was in 1989. And, like, Fuck yeah. and mm. bluegrass was something that the older heads listened to sometimes. Bluegrass right. wasn't prevalent. And it was a trip for me seeing that the crowd that's, going and seeing Billy string shows is 85% 20 something to 30 something heads. Right. Right, Yeah. And it's, I think it's exactly what you're talking about. There's, there's a a revival going on right now and largely in part because of Billy, but because of other bands too, like the kitchen dwellers. Yeah. Those are the, Boy, yes. love, yeah. the, love <clears throat> the dwellers. Big yes. shout out to the kitchen dwellers. Yep, They're shout out. Torin, yeah. we want you on the show. We love you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shout out, Torin. Yeah, we're, we got, we're actually, uh, we'll see them on Sunday for Cave Fest this upcoming weekend. We're playing yeah. at the Caverns. And on my birthday, Festival, guys. Yeah. You're playing on really? Saturday. Yeah, my, the 8th is my birthday. So I, right, I, cool. I saw that right before we got on. I was like, right cool. on. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, to, to see it happening right now, from my perspective, it's fucking cool, man. Like, yeah. And, and what Mel said, it's like the walls have fallen down as far as genre goes. And we can all just like kind of sit back and agree that this is just good fucking music. It's not, right. I'm not a hick if I'm listening to or picking bluegrass now. Nope, and, totally. And like the trippiest part of all of it is that <laughs> to me, is that bluegrass is some of the most psychedelic shit there is. Oh yeah. Totally. I I never knew that. Like all these years I found that out at Northwest String Summit here in Portland in 2019. Is that like, is that the Northfield like the Northfield Mandolin Festival? No, no. no. This is called just, Northwest String Summit and it's They just uh, ended it, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. it's the last one. 20th anniversary. I looked in it looked insane, yeah. Dude. We that, never got the, to make it out to that. The kind of vibes that um, that kind of music brings, too, because when you go to something like Peach, it's... Awesome. it's Yes, exactly. Awesome. That's what... That's that's like, you hit the nail on the head, man. It's like safe yeah. and wild and like... It, right. It, oh, you can find everything you would find at like a fish show or a dead show or whatever, you know, but like it's less pretentious. Like yes. Yeah. It's more like... People bring their root, instruments it's, out, It's man. rooted. Like it's... And I love, you know, I've seen a ton of fish, you know, a little shy of a hundred shows and I'm like, you know, I love that community, but I don't get the, yeah, absolutely. I got a big bolt on my hip with a bunch of fish donuts. In it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my shit. You know, um, I found the bluegrass through the jam scene straight up Same. and it's be- beautiful to be able to mix them. But yeah, the, I, I like the, the, how the community is just more, more wholesome. You know, I don't really know how to say it, but like you can feel it. It's tan, it's a tangible feeling when you go out to these bluegrass festivals, like it's, it's family, you know, not, not to be too heady about it, but like I, to me, the reason that it feels like that to all of us is because it's analog music. You've right. got wood, Man. you've got wood and wire right. and those frequencies do something to our bodies in I a agree. different way than electrified music does to a human being. And, totally, and I'll man. take that even a step further. 
and say that, and look, I'm down for whatever, all, all right, kinds totally. of music. Let's, let's go. I'm ready. Right. All, but a step further is you take EDM music that's been made through a computer that's doing something different to our brains and our, right. our molecules and our whatever, than just stringing some wire across a piece of wood. And mm-hmm. that's some primal shit. The simplicity brings out our primal nature and our primal nature as humans is like community and gathering and groundedness, like getting down to the earth. And so all of these types of, um, you know, different bluegrass and all that, because Guys, I'm I'm staring at the banjo the whole time. I yeah, <laughs> I know I'm getting a banjo for my birthday. Wow, um, yeah. how do you know that? Right. Oh. I I um fell in love with the banjo at Northwest String Summit. And wait a minute, Bye. wait a minute, my girl, man, we've been married 25 years, right? And you know you're gonna make me forget what I'm gonna say. I, no, no, <laughs> I rarely have seen her like fall in love with a thing. Right. Not but very materialistic. You know who Tom Neckville is, right? Uh, actually, I don't. He's, is it the banjo maker? Yeah. Yes. Taylor plays. Okay. No, I'm not familiar with the yeah. banjo. So, years. Yeah, we, but, got, okay, we got a buddy who yeah. plays one of those banjos. Right. So he, he comes and he brings a Neckville to Mel. Well, he didn't bring it to me. I well, felt like in a beautiful love story, it would sound like that. <laughs> he brought me this neck. Okay, but- we were interviewing no, he him and he had a, he had he one of his. brought him to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but she's like, she doesn't want just a banjo. She's no, like, well, I want a Neckville. Well, I, I didn't, right. you know, yeah, once, I realize it's a little bit like a 16 year old asking for a Ferrari. I understand that <laughs> you don't even <laughs> play the instrument, it's Okay, but what the, the whole love and, I mean, it's kind of back to what we were just saying about the groundedness and about this um, community and what it does mm-hmm. and what it brings is it brings healing in a different type of a way. Music is healing and therapeutic period. EDM, yeah. any, any of any right. music is healing. But there's also like sometimes you need to go to the emergency room and sometimes you need to go to the oncologist or the guy. Right. right? So, I know, you know, right where I'm going. So like this kind of music brings a certain healing in our life that's grounding. And I'm sure, Alex, with you, like going through like your rehab and not look i love fish i'm i freaking we're going to fish mexico i'm stoked on fish <laughs> love hey, them. Okay. There. We'll hey, oh my, my gosh i would love to party with y'all at fish mexico yeah. but but it's party right it's party right. It's, ele- it's like you know no holds barred you go to a bluegrass it may be interior no holds barred but the energy around you is so grounding and loving and so right. safe and secure also, like, yeah, it, it ain't like that at fish. It's not like that <laughs> at fish. Plus, balls to the walls. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're at the wrong, if you're at the wrong spot, or that's a bad word for it. If you're at a certain spot at a fish show, you might run into people who are literally just stuffing their face with whatever they can. Yes. Right. It can throw you off. And I mean, I'm all for get down on what on what you get down on. Sure. Be safe and do your fucking thing because I I know I do. Um, but like whenever the intention is n- not, not for the music, you right. know, yeah. and you don't really find people at bluegrass festivals who are like, fuck this. Like, you yeah, know, they're like, not there, just the party. people are like either completely against, like, they're like, nah, I'm not going to that festival or you're like, you're open to, you know, whatever, I don't know, feeling, whatever feelings are, are going to happen. So when it's just yeah. cool that, that you, you're all aware of that. And I always think about when the musician is on stage and whatever intention or whatever's going on with them, they're, they're giving to us as well, you right. know? 100%. So the a, fact that you're aware beautiful. of that and you are p- 
playing, I just want to say thank you because it, it feels more nurturing and more soul um, reviving, you know? Yeah. So oh, th- that's yeah. it. And, and Alex, I saw that you wrote Little Miss, um, Little Miss Tipsy. Tipsy. Tip. I did. I love it. Thank you. I absolutely <laughs> love the lyrics, love the song. I felt Relatable. like you were talking about me and all of my beautiful friends that I know. Yep. And right. I felt like it was, it just was so for the scene. It couldn't have thought of a better song or lyrics to, to describe the scene. Seriously. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. It was funny. It was like, it was going to be like about me. Like I go outside and I write, like I go literally like, Let's walk down to the water. It's how I like to spend my time hanging out, singing to the river. I'm like walking down to the river, like sit, like I'm just singing about what I'm, you know, doing. doing. And the song came up, and then I was like, "This isn't, this isn't about me." I'm like, "This is about like that that wild festival chick that most people know because everybody comes up and they're like, that's about my girlfriend." Or, you know, that's about, <laughs> I'm like, "It's about all y'all. You know who you are, you know, because we all know somebody like that." Absolutely. And, uh, I, it's a relatable tune. Yeah, I had fun with that one. It's not the typical tune that I, you know, it was more a bit more lighthearted, but also still true to, you know, what I've seen, my experience with, you know, that type of stuff. So thank you. I really appreciate it. That one's gotten a lot of great, um, great feedback on that one. So that's, well, that's also, the one that pulled me into. And face the wreckage, right? Like this is a new one. Yeah. And that, I'll say this about that. It felt like a familiar song that I've heard at the same time with brand new, beautiful lyrics and like, cool. just it, like it felt really good <laughs> to hear. Awesome. Know? Yeah. That one I wrote, um, I think like re- like a little bit before we recorded the, before we um, recorded the record. And I think I snuck it in there, not like just for our producer, John Maylander. He actually, uh, played on Billy Strings' first two albums, Fiddle Player, or on Home and on Renewal. Okay. But uh, I snuck it in there, and he he picked it to, you know, as one of the ones he thought should be on there. And it really came together, but that's a, yeah, that's a meaningful tune to me. And I'm glad that it made it and got brought, you know, made it made the cut and got brought to life. So we're, yeah, super stoked to have that song out, so. I just, I just told Apple, I was like, we've been we've been at it for over a half hour, and we haven't even talked about the new album. It's like we always yeah, do. Sometimes we, sometimes we talk to for, it. And sometimes we talk for a half hour and don't even talk about music until a true. half hour. That's true. Sometimes oh, you get me going. Now y'all have to hang up on me. I'll just keep on chatting. <laughs> Trust me, you got the right three people. And let me line. tell you, oh, Alex, yeah. Alex right, when well, you listen, yeah, well, when you listen back, you'll enjoy your own interview. That's what I, <laughs> oh, I really yeah. feel like. I agree. One of the, when, oh, Patrick from Cycles. I don't know if you know who cycle yet, right? I love Pat. I met Pat on Fish Tour like six years ago or something. Pat, shout out Pat. Shout out Pat because when Aaron and I, oh, we love them, right? And so when Aaron and I just, we literally got out of the car, walked on the fish lot and we bump into Patrick. Right, right? yeah, he's a huge fish head. Yeah, so amazing. I forgot where I was. Uh, sorry. Yeah, well, no, I don't know. There goes was, that train. Yeah, the train's off the track. Hey, it's all good. Shit, um, I'm, you're train's good. No well, we just wanted to shout out. Patrick, I just say we just want to give him a shout Straight out. Up. I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, that. He's a great since, friend of mine. Yeah. Since we're doing that, I saw you guys. You guys are doing a couple of dates with Aggie. We we oh, love Aggie. Yeah, we fallen so in love with those guys too. Got to meet them cool. out at uh, Peach Festival and stuff. Nice. Yeah, we haven't like intro- Like I've seen him play at um, I want to say Resonance Festival. I can't remember where I saw him play at, but. I love their, I've been following them on, online and I love their energy. Like they just yeah. seem like happy, goofy kind of guys. So I'm excited to, yeah, we posted those dates, I think today or yesterday. And like 
a ton of people immediately started texting me, you know, oh, those are the boys. So yeah, we're excited about the upcoming collaborations with uh, certain bands like neighbor. Also, I don't know if you guys are oh, yeah. yet. Um, cool, cool guys. And we got some Spafford dates coming up oh, too. Cool. So. That was the, yeah. the guys, Apollo sons that are here. Um, right before we got on with you guys, their, their, uh, lead singer, he came down and he was like, dude, that band that you're interviewing, they're, they're fucking opening for Spafford, man. Yeah. I, want, I want those dates. Yeah. Our buddy just started managing, um, Spafford. He manages dogs in a pile and it's been cool to like immediately as we, our day started coming through, Ross took the position. So like we're going to Montana and he's flying. It's going to be like a bit, va- it'd be like a vacation, you know, it's going to yeah. be super, super fun, but it'll be, it's cool how everything is these connections we're making between bands. Now it's all paralleling in weird ways. It's, and the scene, everybody, we're all each other's biggest fans. Like you just mentioned right. dogs in a pile. That's Love our boys, those dudes. Those Jimmy boys. and Sam, Jimmy and Sam. Shout out, those shout out Jimmy. Yeah. Me and Brian have been writing or starting to write some songs together, and that kid is like, God, I could go off about. It. He's fucking inspired the hell out of me. I'm big love for Dogs in the Pile. They're yeah. big Super well, we at Peach Festival. We we interviewed them live on stage at Peach okay, Festival, cool. or not on stage in like the lodge. And we got to meet right. Jimmy's dad, who's so big fucking, dude, he's so Jim. fucking cool, man, and dude, so appreciative. Yeah. All of them are cool. Yeah, we just played with them in Nashville, actually. On mm-hmm. uh, when was that? Fuck, um, like a month ago, we yeah. did a co-headlining gig with them in Nashville, and it was, and we did a joint set. We did a sick the dogs on them, so it was uh, we did. I was. They played a set. We played a set, and then we did a collaborative set for the last one. So is that the Brooklyn Bowl? Uh. No. no okay no we um yeah basement east is another venue in okay. town um that's a it's a great venue it almost got torn down by the uh tornado a couple years back but oh shit it's, uh, it's up and running it's a beautiful spot we we keep saying to you that that's on our hit list it's like we got to go to nashville like I'm it's, we, we got to come out there do you, do you guys all... have um any plans to come out west out our way we're taking a little break here for a second. Don't freak out. They remain calm. Chill out. Oh, okay. I'm so we're, sorry. We're going to tell you about some cannabis stuff. Go ahead, Al. Oh, cannabis. Well, if you're up in the Portland area where we are at, you can come visit Define Premium Cannabis. Define Premium yep, Cannabis. These are two fine dispensaries to handle all your cannabis, CBD, THC needs. We have one location in Hillsboro where I work at Monday Yay. through Friday. And we have a location, cute little boutique cute. out in Forest Grove. And when you come in, our, we like to take our time with you, navigate you through the perfect, you know, all these perfect treats that are out there. There's new stuff every week. We take our time and we want to get you headed out the door with a sack of stuff that's going to make you feel good. See, okay, check this out. Back in the you're going to be like, what, Aaron? But just stick with me here. Back what, in the Aaron? day. Oh, oh see, oh, sorry. Mind. I'm sticking with you. Back in the day. I went to work for Apple, not you, but the actual company, Apple, that yeah. makes iPods and stuff. I remember you were a genius. That's right. But one of the <laughs> things that really stoked me out about working for Apple after I had been there a couple of months was their thing with people coming into the store was not to try and sell them a bunch of shit they didn't need. They were like, look, when people come in, what you want to do is figure out the product that will help that person in their life and make their life better when they leave the store with it. If you can only sell yeah. one thing to them that makes their life better then sell them one thing. We don't want to sell a bunch of crap. 
And I feel like that's how defined I like where your head business. is. I feel like I'm a cannabis genius. You are an apple genius. Yeah, Absolutely. an apple cannabis genius. At, at Define Premium yeah. Cannabis. So when you come in and visit us, make sure to tell us that you are a listener of No Simple Road because then we'll be really excited. We'll give you a 10% discount and we'll give you a free t-shirt. Apple might even jump up and down for joy. Yeah, I might even give you more than a 10% discount because I'm just that kind of guy. Okay, so Define Premium Cannabis, two locations here in Portland, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. Apple works at Hillsboro, and now we're going to get back to Sickard Hollow and find out if if they're going to come out west. Here we go. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. We got, we got a man. There's one that we can, I don't think, announce yet, but yeah. uh, we'll be out relatively close to where y'all are. And um, yeah, okay. there All might right. be so we'll keep an eye out. Well, what about, okay, so Aaron said we hadn't talked about the album. Let's hear about the album, guys. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time coming. It's been yeah. interesting just because, like, the, the logistical hoops you kind of got to hop through like we recorded it quite a while ago actually. january okay oh, shit. really in a january yeah. beginning of february maybe but um there's various things you know i could get into it but it, you know like we got to do this 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 and then john has been produced by engineered by our buddy daniel davis who is an incredible engineer works through southern ground which is like um zach brown studio in town okay um and uh there's you know lining up their schedules and then when we were going to initially release it um we had a hold for a venue it, the dates weren't going to line up so that's actually what we made the dogs in a pile show was supposed to be the album release and then now we're working with a publicist and like the record how they're recommending us do it um just ended up pushing it back you know so mm. it just got finalized though like all the editing you know or whatever any effects and post-tracking production stuff it just got done and it is very good so i know that like whenever i record myself playing and i hear it back it's i can't handle it like yeah i feel you (laughs) you hit that red button you start scrutinizing the hell out of yourself every every yeah easier not to listen to it actually but to have an entire album to have an entire album of new stuff like that do you do you guys sit down as a band and like listen to the whole thing together yeah 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 absolutely just because it's gonna like you know there's a point where it's like hey if you hear anything like speak up because everybody's listening differently yeah like i'm you know the guitar i'm gonna be analyzing that it's like oh the fiddle squeaks like oh fuck it you know like <laughs> whatever you know what i'm saying like, yes, yeah. well, Matt's like how could you ever you know what you know this is so it's it's yes we all but it's like also everybody you know you got to get everybody together and say fucking pay attention this is what we're doing that we're going to run through it and like we'll listen to it a couple times and speak your mind right now and then we'll go through song by song and if you hear anything finicky you know run, rewind it check that out what do y'all think Boom, move on. Huh. 
That's like when the songs are done. Whenever we're in the studio, everybody's nitpicking the shit out of it, and you have to have a producer there to be like, all right, guys, we're moving on. You can't run the same solo 20 <laughs> times in a row. Unless you can pay for the studio for as long as you want, which eventually, hopefully, you know, yeah. we'll get to that where there's no yeah. time constraints free to create and be, you know. But um, with the recent, you know, we get three, four days in there, and it costs a good bit of money. So, t- you know, get in there in the morning, get on your shit, be ready to go, and don't spend too long nitpicking one little thing. Right. So what's the, in this experience of creating this album, what is the two part question? What's the hardest thing about it? And what's the most fun thing about it? Here we go. I mean, just going to the studio and getting in that zone. And like, we did like 12 hour days for, I think six or seven days, like a whole week. It was like four or five, like four, I think, full studio yeah, days, probably. Right on. So we were in there for a while, and it was wow. it, like it's it goes by like a blur, and it's so fun. You're just just focused. The day just goes by like that, and um, well, you're 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 thinking about what to play. You're, you're listening constantly. You're trying to see it as the big picture, but also trying to put yourself on a microscope. Um. It's the whole mindset of it, man. It's 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 like a different thing than playing shows, but um, this creative process is a uh, like I say on tour. I like going on a tour because it like turns off the world around you. You're just focused on getting to that next place, and when you're making a record like that, it's it shuts off everything else. You're just there, and you're you're focusing on making that record mm. and making it the best it can be. Right. That sounds amazing. Like I can't even imagine. Hey. It can be cool. It can be stressful too if you're playing like shit, you know, and you're like on oh, time is money at that point. And like I think that's the hardest part about it is if you go in and you're not on, and then it's like, okay, well, let's move to the next song, or you got to know when to call that, or when people, you know, then you start getting frustrated and people are like, well, you want to, you know, let's come back to it. And you're like, no, fuck you, like I'm gonna do it, you know, or yeah. whatever. You starts tension or just because you're trying to make this. Everybody wants the same, you know, in their own same end result, but that might look differently. But we all want to make this, you know, piece of this compilation of music that, you know, moves people or invokes emotion and and flows and tells a story or whatever presents a concept. So like that in the end is rewarding, you know, like Mm -hmm. you go through all the bullshit, not even bullshit. That's a bad way to put it. Like the obstacles and the, the work that needs to go in it. And some days are like, fuck, that was, you know, we're all having fun then like eight hours in you're on your like six cup of coffee and you got a headache and you're like, all right, we're starting on the big jammer track or whatever. And you're like, off, oh, you know, you got to get dig deep and, and power through cause it's tiring, mm. but then you get done with it and you pop a bottle of wine and you all hug it out. And you know, it's like good work boys. And now fast forward to now we get to lay in my bed and, you know, get stoned and listen to our record and have it move, you know, and which I can say about this one, it moved me. Aww. Like I got oh, chills yeah. a couple of different times and I'm like, cool, you know, to, answer, to follow back on what you were saying about listening to yourself. Oh, it can be terrible. But then <laughs> when you think it's good, you're like, we're good. You know, wow. We created something wow. like I made myself feel, you know, feel a certain type of way. So like, yeah, it's a rewarding process, but it's a roller coaster too. So you know, man, I I noticed That's something like life, man. I, I noticed something. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, talking to you guys that um, you're very careful with your your words. You're very <laughs> fucking careful with your Did words. You know what I wrote? Yeah, and, I, and, you gotta be now. No, 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 not like that. No, I know. I'm I mean, just fucking with you. I, 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 yeah, yes, that too, bro. Yeah. I'm just fucking with you. No, I know what you mean. Believe yeah. me, having a podcast <laughs> during all this shit. 
Right. You know, anyway. But wait a minute. Why he You're said that? Organ, my G. He, Aaron said that, and I I thought he was reading what I wrote because no. I said very aware of speech is no. something that I I, I write um, notes for the show. My, my mom kind of instilled that in me because I growing up. I shout out to Dolly King. She's a saint. Dolly, shout out. Yeah, she's the shit. Yeah, shout out to my mom. She would always say, "I, I hate her." this sucks. She's like, that doesn't suck. Like her, that was like the first one, but hate was one where, you know, I'm like, I hate this. She goes, you don't hate anything. You can say you yeah. extremely dislike it. So I'm like, I fucking extreme, you know, <laughs> you can't say fuck either, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I think speaking with it, I think doing everything with intention, you know, um, anything part of my life, if I can apply intention to it, I think it ends up being more meaningful. And uh, have, I have more direction in my life when I live each day with intention so um, and that's kind of what face the wreckage is about to, to loop that all around yeah well you know i'm i'm really really stoked that we connected because likewise yeah man it, it's a trip like seeing younger bands because to me like mel said i'm 50 you guys are younger than me seeing right. younger bands coming up now like i i've been around long enough to see a few revolutions of the wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And like, you guys have been given a gift and, and, An opportunity and, to, and you're yeah. not like, you're completely grateful. And, and, and it, I mean, it comes yeah. through just talking to you. Like I can, yeah, I can see it in your eyes and your face. Like you get what this is and, and it's everything yeah. and you're putting everything into it and it goes so far as watching what you say and how you talk about it, because you know that that has power and that right. that shit resonates with whatever Not is shit. out there. What that stuff resonates <laughs> with whatever is out there. Oh, I curse like back. a sailor. Oh, man. Oh, I know. I give them a hard time. I need, to work, I need to work on that. That's what <laughs> well, because we were talking about it and you guys are not putting out shit. No, you're putting out some incredible healing, fun, yeah. music that is really elevating our souls. I was feeling really bad today, guys. I we've been on I'm an sorry, ero- like an emotional roller coaster. Like break it down, Mel. Lots I can of, relate. Yeah. Lot, right? Not just me, but like I'm talking about myself personally. Like I was just the like family. Just, the family, you know? Right. Just coming home. I, I was just in LA for five days on the heels of a wedding, on the heels of all these like things, right? Like very emotional things. And I was just yeah. really feeling like I wanted to withdraw and kind of like isolate. And then the band was coming that we were just talking about Apollo sun. So I was like kind of secretly begrudging it because I was just like, just again, I was feeling crummy and and having like just an emotional overload is really what it feels like. Like I could just cry. I'm not upset about anything. I'm just, emotion let it out come on right yeah. oh yeah i do it all the time <laughs> trust me it's been going on all day we're all criers around but, here that's good but hey, I, still, if you can if it's coming out take advantage it right it needs to flow yeah. but like then they got here and and i'm i got so grateful that they're here and like started tearing up just feeling the energy in the house and the gratitude and then we hop on with you guys and i'm like man, I don't want to freaking do an interview tonight. I'm tired and blah, 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 like doing all this bullshit. And Mm -hmm. it's always the stuff that you say you don't want to do. That's like the medicine for your ailment. Oh man. You're preaching the choir. I love that. And I wanted to say it out loud to all y'all. Cause if I didn't say it only, (laughs) I would know about it, you know? And so I'm putting myself out there. Like I needed this and I didn't want to do it. And I'm just saying for all the people who have, like shit out there like or stuff the hanging around in their life like that you don't want to do it 
just or muster it up, man. However you can. Right. Go, go with I, the flow. I, I am so right, blessed. Nice to you. Yeah. Cheers to that. Thank I, you. Yeah, I'm blessed okay. to have yeah. see your first of all your beautiful faces, and then <laughs> your good stewards of what you've been given. Yeah, man. Cool. I, I just got to add something to this because this is this, this is a further story about Mel that last weekend. They went to a wedding down in Humboldt County, like, you know, a nice okay. drive from here. They got up early in the morning, like 4.35 in the morning, to drive straight home to change so we could go see Tab, who just played Love out guys. here at Edgefield. I'm and we, and we're, we're going in, and, and, of course, she was. we're all happy to be there, but Mel tells us, she's like, guys, I'm just not feeling myself. I'm feeling kind of antisocial. So if I'm not really into the show, you know, don't worry about me. I'm still having a good time. But I'm, right. I'm just not feeling. Fast forward to like a half hour later, Set and she's break. like, "I want to go down a floor dancing yeah. all over." And you know, it's well, like, the substances helped. The substances helped yeah, that night. Yeah, but you guys know because sometimes what you if if you um, this is the mature audience now. Right? But right. if you're taking something, sometimes it can elevate that depressed mood that you're in. Oh, 100%. Why it's medicine, and yeah. and other times it can take it further down. You right. know, it I've can, been, yep. right. It yeah, can put I, you I, in I a, happen to <laughs> I had it happen on multiple different occasions in multiple different facets. Yeah. So very yeah, y'all know. And so sometimes I'm just, you know, I, because when you're in the public eye, you know, I'm very aware of, I, I love people and I love to share myself and talk and ex, like cheer people on and like, hell yeah. Right. And, right? Like, but then when you're not feeling that inside and you're around that same environment, you're fe- like, I, I feel like I'm doing it. I don't want to be the black hole sucking the energy out. Right. I feel you. That's the digging deep. And so the digging deep, it's like, thank God for my band, my, right. my two guys, because honestly, the whole night I've like surrounded and then, I, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I got this. Like I, I'm feeling oh, yeah. my mojo back. I, I got it back. And so I don't know. I just, I'm the scene I'm really grateful for. And I'm grateful right. for y'all 27. That's my daughter's age, man. That Ooh. is my daughter's age. I like, I cheer on these freaking 27, 28, 29, 20s because everybody used to say, oh, this generation, they don't know. Bah, 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 talking Bullshit. down on it. Yeah. Bullshit. Right. I feel like this generation knows what's know. up. <laughs> they know what's right. up. Like, you know, like I, the, the lyrics that you're spitting out along with the music and how far you've gotten at a tender young age and right. all the experience, like life experience. I'm doing air quotes, everybody who can't Which see is us. needed that idea. It's funny how it all worked out. I can write, if I didn't have the experience, I wouldn't have shit to write about, you know? Mm. Well, and the whole way along too, like we were saying too, of having, keeping tradition alive, having respect right. for yourself and the, and what came before and what's right. ahead of us. Like so many of you, so many of the bands we mentioned, dogs in a pie, like all these, and, and being older, I, I'm, I, I'm bad with, I'm getting better with it because I, a lot of the bands, a lot of local bands up where you, I was like, man, you kids, like I say it to them and they like, it's not disrespect. I say, 
I say that just because you give me hope and I'm old enough to be your dad. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's no Not disrespect right. because like, I mean, our, our dads used to do it when we were young. You kids. And it's like, I'm 28. You know, I know what I'm Grown doing. Ass man. You know, but it, I it, it no does. Offense, no, it, no, I, yeah, I, I know you don't. And most people don't. I'm a don't, fucking but kid, man. I'm just, not, I'm, aren't we all? I'm, I'm a 53 year old child a lot of the times. <laughs> freaking, you know, it, it's better to be that way. Yeah. yeah. That's what keeps you alive. Innocence, yes. You, know? you, can, you can still. Yeah. Never quit. Never quit playing. Have your childish moments too. You know. Yeah. You get, and we all got to play all constantly. But, well, you know. Well, I have I have a question for them after you. Okay, go ahead. No, I, well, I just I take us down a different road. You were gonna take us down a different road. I just want to finish up because we were talking about like intention and stuff like that a minute ago. Right. And there was this really amazing quote that I came across right before I moved from Las Vegas to Portland, and it was okay. like brain food that I would chew on for a really long time. And I want to hear from both of you, like how you would interpret this or what you would think about. Okay. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. Yeah. I, 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 that's something I think that's, uh, that definitely holds truth, but you got to practice that, you know, I think there's a realness to that statement, but, um, I think that's interesting. I like that statement. I like I like that statement a lot, but I think in reality, that's one that's something that, like, if you want to do everything the very best you can, that's not just an automatic thing. You got to work at that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Then, like, I it's, think it's it's also you could look at it black and white too, I guess, and then like makes you uh, puts things in perspective, I guess, for yourself. That's a heady question. I like that. You do have to. <laughs> practice that a little bit because i mean i didn't i think that's like just waking up with direction or like living your day with intention um for a while i didn't really think about it like like i don't know it was interesting when i when i found passion and purpose all that kind of became natural Mm -hmm. i didn't really have a choice because my day there's not enough time in the day for me to like like there's not enough time in the day for me to you know in my life shit like (laughs) You know, I want to live a hundred, I want to live as long as I can. And like, there's to do that or efficiently or effectively and get everything I want in. Um, you do gotta, you know, you, you gotta live each day with some intention and some direction and get out of bed and not fucking, you know, watch TV all day or what, whatever, you know, and there's a time and a place for all of that, but like find something do it and then figure out how you're going to do it. And you, you know, wake up and, and be good at it. So Dude. I don't know. That's an interesting quote. I like that a lot. Yeah. It was yeah. just something when I, you know, did my dad say that? No, no, <laughs> it was actually, it was, it, like, hell, <laughs> it was a friend of mine. And I, I just started talking because I grew up and my mom, I wish she would have taught me some, if she taught me some really awesome stuff, but like, my mom was very hasty and, and fast and quick with a lot okay. of things that she did. We got to hurry up and go so we can hurry yeah, up and come it, back. Everything was always like very, you know, t- time consumption. Like, you know, oh, you know, time was more important than doing it properly is my point. Right. And so That's I started it. to reflect on my, when I heard this statement at that time, I was really heavy into yoga and um, that really stopped me because I was like rush. I had a tendency to rush and I wasn't necessarily doing things better. I was just doing things faster. Right. And so it really like shone the light on my hastiness and my quickness. 
And then I was like, I'd much rather be more, like you said, Alex, intentional and like thoughtful and mindful when I do things instead of fast when I do things. Mel, that's exactly what Alex was talking about when I asked him about learn picking. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, they were like fiddle tunes. Slow it down and learn the melody. That's that's that statement is slowing it down and learning the melody in life. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm impatient too. Like I've, I've, I can identify with that. My parents didn't like instill that in me. I was just always like, you know, we're out to eat and I'm like, don't pay with your credit card. Like it's going to, they're going to have to go run it. Like, do you have cat? You know, it was always like (laughs) quick, quick, quick. (laughs) Like, um, it's been such a, uh, an obstacle for me to tackle in my life. Cause it's like efficiency or like, we're going, like, we need to get there now. This is in my head. Like, this is how it is. And I'm trying to like chill out and, you know, but also still remain productive and, you know, but also yeah. if things aren't exactly how they line up in my head, it's okay. And I don't freak out, you know, I'm rewiring my head currently. And I have been for me a little too, while. Man. Me too. Yeah. yeah shit. It's so an I'm ongoing process. process I yes. Guess. Ongoing. Dude, I'm going to tell you something that like, thanks guys for participating. Yeah. That gives me right. some insight. <laughs> I'll tell you something like, I remember my, my dad was like, 85 when he passed right and uh he would say to me i feel like i'm still 18 in my head and i was like how the hell can you be 85 and still feel like you're 18 in your head right i get it yeah i totally get it like that's awesome that that doesn't go away and the i think that doing psychedelics for a long time has helped I know the three of us like keep that mindset of like constantly rewiring to to make things work better. And at least for me, it's given me like distance from my bullshit so I could see it. Right. Do you know what I mean by that? Like I'm able to like have a separation from my baggage and and be like, Oh, I'm doing that thing that I do. Right. Right. I need to not do that. Where, Normally, it would have just been like a knee-jerk reaction. Do you guys right. have the same experience with psychedelics, like that it's given you that space to? Yeah, sure. yeah absolutely. I think even like recently re redefining a relationship with, you know, I don't need to get too into it. Sorry, mother. Um, she's aware or whatever. But, you know, <laughs> it is medicine. I think for a long time, I didn't treat it as medicine. It was like, oh, oh let's yeah. fucking get we're getting Spanish, you know, which is great. Hell yeah. Yeah, That's fun too. Great times, you know, you you know, reaching those spaces and then also had not that great at times where it's like meat grinder. And I'm like, what is that? You know, like just hectic, like what, where was the insight in that, you know, in that whole situation? Like, I don't fucking remember, remember what happened the last 10 hours. So I think redefining that and now what, using them more again back to the intention having a reason and if that's just to go out to a show and enjoy it like hell yeah but like reinstill that in your head rather than just like i'm not as much like somebody to shows like hey man open your hand and i'm like all right you know now i'm like now nah, i'm you know it what you know i'll get yeah. whatever i need for the night like i'm just not as inclined to be that like outgoing with it but yeah like the insight and the it just grounds me you know and i don't need it all the time i don't no. you know no. there's been times in my life where it's been more frequent and when you know i take a step back and i think developing a 
um, respectful relationship with everything kind of helps you not get put in your place all the time with it, which you do, you need that sometimes too, you know, maybe that happened to you the other night. Like you might, it sounds like you overcame like a, a mental a battle and figured something out about that, you know, and you yep. great, then you change your reality. You can change the situation and have a terrible fucking trip terrible you know not an enjoyable experience and then five hours later you're in bliss mode and you battled through that and you're like all right the night you know it, it turns with the flip of a switch so um one, one thing i've found too is I, I haven't done a lot of show we just did a i did a show i'm rarely the dd for a show and we went we went saw OT, we saw teal and friends with kim nice. Hawk and stuff cool. recently yeah it was the first show i, I like that night usually if i I usually consider a sober show, smoking weed and maybe having a couple beers. I didn't do anything. I went to the show, and I'm I'm sure you can relate to this. Even if you're just doing a little bit of style, I went went completely sober. When I left, I was so high because once we've been there, we know that frequency. We've all been there. You go to a festival or a show, you pick up, especially on your family and your friends. We're so in tune. Like, Like you guys as a band, us as what we do, we share one brain. A lot of right. the time. So, like, I walked out of that show able to drive, able to be coherent and everything, but high as hell and picked right. up on the crowd and everything. So, it's like you say, it's not always necessary. It's, it's, yeah. fun, it's fun to navigate the world in, like, so many different ways. Well, it, and, it, and like <clears throat> you said, too, man, like the, the whole idea of reframing um, how you approach the medicine. Yeah. Even, even calling, yeah, even calling it that. It, like. A while back, we started saying like instead of saying like we we oh. got, we took drugs at a show or whatever, we say we took set we took our sacrament that yeah night. like that was cool. our, that yeah, was our sacrament yeah. for the evening. That's beautiful, honestly. Well, because it did change. We were doing drugs at one point, and then it changed and turned into a sacrament. Right, it, right. You it, you pulled it in about three I, years ago. I did because it was well, about. Th- it was about well, three. Okay. Years. It was pre-COVID. Mel yeah. was like, yeah. oh, she's all. I want to kind of have a ceremony. We like you. Said, we need to have intention. And yeah. we need to kind of set this up and have a ceremony and sit together. And, you know, like now we usually draw tarot cards and do, yeah. we beautiful. do several things to right. to treat it right and ourselves right. I, I, I mean, stick with me, but like, it's the same thing with, <laughs> with sex too. Like when you're young, you just want to get off as much as you can, you know, right. and right. how it doesn't matter. Girlfriend after girlfriend, boyfriend after boyfriend, whatever. Right. And then at a certain point you fall in love and you realize like, sex is different you know and when you're using sex abusively it's not it it feels good great like you said like you know just getting high and loaded that feels good too sometimes but then you're like you wake up the next morning you feel like empty or like what What the hell was that or like there's not as much meaning behind it right so like there's everything it's maturity and you know you know, you're exposed to so much as musicians, you know, it's like the party, it's like the, all of the, right. And so it's, it's easy for you to be irreverent for things because there's so much coming at you. Right. But that also in turn teaches you how to be reverent because now you've got all this access and ability. And now it's like, what do I really want to bring into my body, into my life, into my home? And it, it, all of that, you know, like, look, do this, do that, do this, do this. It makes you more um, discerning and scrutinizing about what right. you do. And it's a good thing for a lot of people to be kind of tested with that, to really see what you're made of. You know, if yeah. you're, when you're strong, it may be a little bit easier, but even when you're weak, you should still 
at some point be able to have control over your, you know, over certain things. You know what I mean? That's something that I've wondered for with you guys, like coming up quickly because you guys are coming up fast. There's, there's, there's wave behind you. Crazy. Yeah. And, (laughs) It's true. Has it been difficult for you guys to navigate like the the backstage part of this? You know, like the personal part, the 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 interpersonal um, part between you guys and like how quickly everything's happening. How has that been for you? It's been organic and cool and you know, everybody's trying to check each other and there's, you know, um we're getting a better grip on it, you know, hand, just handling everything and knowing how to maintain yourself on the road and you know i get sick pretty easily like i don't i stopped our first tour like i didn't drink or even smoke much at all you know i bring like nice oil like my little like electronic rig low temp dabs and like no booze like i didn't want to lose my voice and then i had to learn how to navigate like not getting a tipsy or we get a little buzz before i go on stage and all these little things but it's like the show is first and foremost i think and like if I, I know some of the limits of my body and what's going to longevity is key, you know, and um, we've been navigating it now with the, with a band relationship and us being on the van and we all live together. We, you know, me and we live in this house we're in Matt lives here too. Parrish lives across town, but like, it's a relationship. You got to nurture it. You know, we butt heads quite a bit, nothing crazy, but like it's natural, you right. know, and you can't let things get to you but you also got to stand up for yourself and be respectful and there's all these little th- it's so much honestly it's like the most complex relationship i've ever encountered we, but we, like one of the most rewarding. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah we live together it like and you guys got the same thing you go you're on the same tip like you yeah. guys are in the same headspace like that's a beautiful beautiful relationship to ha- relationship and partnership to have with anybody if you do feel like if you have the opportunity in this life to connect with anybody yeah. like that that's it's sacred you know oh so, yeah it's, want to, and to be open is the most important i mean that's the truest thing communication like we've let yeah, stuff hard, dude, if you fuck, let stuff yeah. fester then it turns into like nasty and then oh, when yeah, you well, talk like, and finally get it out on the table 99 percent of the time it's like we just laugh oh, oh about that it. was nothing right. i, I, was I can't even think of it yeah I, I was thinking one time when me and aaron were talking shit behind apple's back and then apple was like why didn't you just tell me guys it was no big deal i, I would have like and, and it was something and it's something that had gone on for weeks and i was like right, bro, I was, yeah. and i felt it i was like Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't remember what it was. Now, every time I come in the room, it's like you guys get quiet and fucking, and then they, and then we all laughed. I was like, all you had to do is tell me, and I'll fucking quit doing. It. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it, it was so dumb, oh, and they thought it was too. And we just laughed about it. It's like next time. So now, like, it, it, so we're really good at it. like. So it's like you're being a dick. Would you <laughs> right. not do that? Yeah, like immediately get it out, and it's like, like, sorry, I'm being a dick. I'll quit doing that. Thanks for saying I'm a dick. I'll well, even at, we've been living right. together for six years. That's quite a long time, yeah. and we're yeah. still learning how to relate to one another. It never stops, right. yeah. you know. Like yeah. we're it still, changes. Yeah, because well, that yeah. was just the other day, and like not too long ago. Matt, you know? how how's it been for you? I will. Or will. will. Uh, sorry, will. No worries. We you. wish Matt was Hello. here. <laughs> Shout out, Matt. Shout out, Shout Matt. out to the yeah. dude. Yeah. Shout out, Matt. Um, man, it's been good. Um, what was the initial question you asked? Just, <laughs> just like the, the interpersonal, you know, you guys got a lot of momentum behind you. Your Sacred yeah. Hollow is coming up fast. 
You're yeah. getting a lot of so, publicity. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. And like, yeah. with all of you guys living together and all that, how has it been for you? Well, um, to like, to zoom out, like we started the band and it was like, like anything, like we were just some friends. We we're getting together and jamming together and it was all for fun. And our friends were coming out to the shows and we're going on, going out to our friend shows. And it was, um, and the Nashville community still there, but you know, we're all getting older. We're, um, we're, we're now on the agency and we can't play in Nashville as much as we want to, but it's been, um, so it's, we, we asked for it. The pressure's on, you know, like where it's, yeah. it became where we were just a group of friends and our friends would come see us and there wasn't really much pressure. We just go play the show and it, um, we, it mattered to us that we did good, but it didn't necessarily matter that like we, no one was coming to the show that had never met us before. And they, we had to, Right. For lack of a better word, have something to prove. Get make sure they get their money's worth for the show. Do something. Yeah. And now right. now we have to now we, we get to practice and get better and better. And we and um the pressure's on. And again, I, like we ask for that, and that's awesome. And so that's been the the more it goes on, like anything else, like it just um it builds and builds. But it's uh we get to be a part of all that you know we're like i said earlier we're living the dream it's fucking crazy gratitude man yeah. that's what's that's what the answer is man well that's <laughs> you, a, i was gonna throw out a congrats because you guys are you're on the bill for uh wintergrass aren't you yeah and then uh steamboat yeah we're right fucking on. Like, looking at that lineup and yeah that's that's a huge deal and, ton of friends are going to come out we get ski passes for the whole weekend too yeah. i'm like fuck you know Aww. like we're doing the damn thing so that's it's, so dope you know. well uh, congratulations guys um thank you where can the folks listening find out like about your tour and follow you and all that crazy stuff website sickerdhollow.com uh-huh. that's everything instagram facebook, facebook. We might have a tw- we probably have a Twitter, but we're not very active on that. Everything is going to be through Instagram, through Facebook, and through the website. You'll find it all, everything on there, and YouTube. There's some stuff. On yeah, there as well, but as bit. far as like tour dates and all that stuff go, um, you can sign up for the newsletter or where we post about everything coming up on just social media. So, and I saw Matt's uh, social media page. He's starting to post a lot of uh, fiddle cover. Fiddle he's covers. covering like Lizzo, yeah, and shit yeah, like that yeah, on yeah. his fiddle. He, you what? know, he's 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 working on that algorithm. We're trying, we're fig- figuring yeah. it out. You know, I'll, I'll tell you job. what, it's <laughs> just just from my little corner of Portland universe, the algorithm is working for you guys. That's cool. how I found out about you, and now that like I followed you guys, all of your band members' feeds are coming up in my stuff. Cool. That's awesome. So it's working, whatever you're doing. We're trying to be active on it. Shout out to to our manager, Tim. Um, Tim's really great. And, you know, we're all stoners. And, like, we wake (laughs) up and, like, there's a, again, back to the intention of the daily agenda. It's, like, easy to, like, wake up and let everything slip your mind and play tunes all day or do whatever. But, like, Tim's like, all right, guys, like, here's what we need to do. Like, this is your, your only job, unfortunately, is not stepping on stage and playing. Like, this we're a business for an LLC. We're owners of this thing. Like uh, most of your money is going to come from you guys selling merch and doing all these other, you know, these things that like, we need to have somebody on it and like play the game. If you, for lack of a better way of saying that too, you know, like we want to just wake up and play music, but sometimes you got to flip the camera on and show people that you're, people want to see what you're doing, you know? Yep. 
especially and insight into your life. So um, we're trying now. to get better at it. Yeah, well, that, you guys that, are killing it, and that's why we're doing. Hey. That's why we do what we do. We love getting to know you all. Like now, we always say it. Thank you both for joining us because now, when we go listen to you guys, now we it's know different. you. Yeah, we like sat yeah. with our friends, and, and we got to yeah. know you. And now we go hey, listen to your music, up. and it with different ears. When, and, when you guys mm-hmm. come out this way, um, however if, close you get, it, well, if you come, <laughs> through, we'll come. We'll be out there. If, okay. if, I don't know when, but we will be out. There. When you come through Portland, you guys got a place to crash, man. You don't have to yeah. sleep on you know you. gross hotel Thank floor you. or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Get a yeah. home cooked meal. Can do laundry. Wait till you hear Paris snore, and then you're gonna regret. It's okay, dude. Did you see the dog? Yeah, yeah nobody <laughs> snores louder than me. He dog. snores like a yeah, yeah, yeah. put money on it right now. He I snores like a grown ass I'll man. Big man, be up against any anybody you got. I'll okay, well, I love that. I can't right. wait to meet the rest. Matt and Paris, shout out, guys. Um, we, Paris is gonna be like, "Fuck you, Alex." <laughs> <laughs> You're my dude. And there you have it, everyone. Hope you dug it as much as we did. We didn't want it to end. Nope, not at all. Alex, Will, thank you, gentlemen. You are gracious and kind, and thank you so much for hanging out. That with was us. a pleasure, an absolute pleasure. And thanks for brightening up our day. Cannot wait for you all to make it out to the Pacific Northwest and uh, to see you guys play on yeah. a stage out here. That's going to be super, super dope. Or even if you just want to take a vacation and come hang out with us, you could always play the living room or the balcony. I, or, look, we'll set up <laughs> all the cameras. Sessions. We could do yeah, no simple road. We're basement great hosts. Sessions. Yeah, we are. Oh. Apple has really good weed too. Yeah, we'll take you to fire on the mountain chicken Ooh. weed. Oh shit. Get you some defined we can do all kinds of, yeah, we do all kinds of Hook shit you up together, with the guys. Shop tour oh. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. Thank you so much, guys. That was amazing. Yeah. If you if y'all aren't already sold, just trust me, go listen to what they have on on uh the streaming platforms out there and watch I, I have to tell you to go watch some of their live stuff on YouTube and just watch them. Yeah, also, um, Alex, I'm practicing my banjo. I'm waiting for you guys to come so I can jump on stage with y'all. And Alex and Will, <laughs> I have, yeah. I have yeah. taken your guitar playing advice and I am learning fiddle tunes. I have learned Cripple Creek and I learned, I don't know if you, <laughs> what's the other one that I learned? Um, man, um, man of constant yeah. sorrow and pig in a pen. So, just so you know, I'm, Picking it up, man. So thanks, you guys, for honing your skills. Cool advice. And uh, if you ever want to come back on the show, you guys have a home on No Simple Road yep. anytime. And um, yep. everybody, we love you. We are doing two episodes a week. That is how much we love you guys. Two times the love. Two, two, Dang. two shows in one. No, it, <laughs> you know, we're here with you on Friday to take you into the weekend to make sure you have a good weekend. You have some new music to listen to, a cool interview to you know, slide you into that Friday evening when you go out and hang out with your friends and or whatever. And then we're here to comfort you in our bosom on that on Monday, Monday morning when the sun comes up and the alarm clock goes off and your feet are to get floor cold and you're like, oh man, I don't want to go to work. And then you could be like, well, at least I can listen to No Simple Road on the way. Who was it? Wasn't so, but didn't somebody reach out and said they liked riding to work with us now on yep. Mondays? Yep. And you know what? If we can be, that salve on the rug burn of Monday morning, I'm down for that. So, yeah, remember to come hang out with us on Monday because we're going to be here for you. And we love you guys. Anybody have any final parting 
Words I just wisdom think, make, make sure to check out the, you know, where they're going to be playing at in your neighborhood. There's lots of stuff coming up with them, you know. Well, Ms. and uh, just a little tidbit from the interview. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. Learn to play the melody. Use a metronome and practice with intention. You know what? All of those little tidbits can be applied to your life. Yep. Slow the fuck down. Do your shit with intention. Do it rhythmically. And what was the last one? I Practice with intention and, intention and learn the melody. There it is. And we'll be Power singing of the, intention. We'll be here singing the melody for you for the foreseeable future. So if you forget it, you can always come back and sing with us. We love you guys. We'll be back on Monday with more stuff and things. Smile at a stranger. Have a great weekend. Safety third. And don't forget to evoke emotion wherever you go. Hydrate and smile at a stranger. See you soon. We love you guys. Peace. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics hi this is henry k host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.